at first, I thought that all my friends and relatives, if they just heard I was doing insurance, would just call me up and the phone would ring off the hook at first and, hey, Matt, you know, give me a quote. That just does not happen. You know, you, you have to learn not to be shy and, and go after the business. All right. Welcome back to the new episode of Keep Going. Today, we have a special episode in store, one that is particularly meaningful for me and Ben. Our guest, Matt, is one of our very first clients here at Mazuma. We've known him for over a decade. He's been with us on our business journey from the very beginning, and we're honored to have him as our guest today. Really grateful to be to be talking to you. As we get started and start learning about you and your experience in your business, why don't you kind of begin at the beginning and tell us a little bit about how you got the idea or the motivation to start your own business with American Family? Okay, so... I worked for Radio Shack for uh, about 25 and a half years and could see the road that they were going down. And uh, in the meantime, I was trying to make a little extra money on the side and started selling life insurance and got licensed in my life and health and 663 licenses and thought, what can I do to take advantage of those licenses? And I caught an advertisement in the newspaper about becoming a an insurance agent for farmers. So I actually uh, went and interviewed with farmers and uh, went to a friend of mine that had been an insurance agent for several years, about five already, and wanted his opinion on this opportunity. And he thought it was a good, uh, a good opportunity. But he said, here's what American Family can do for you uh, to start off with. And I felt it was a, a better opportunity. And so I went and interviewed with American Family and uh, 12 years ago, they hired me on. And so that way I was able to keep my licenses and work towards owning my own agency and hopefully gaining the financial freedom that I so desired. Oh, that's great. Uh, take us through some of those steps. I'm interested in that. What is it? What are the steps look like to, to get to where you're at? Well, first off, uh, with any of the insurance companies, you have to be licensed in property and casualty as well. So they told me that uh, they had a training session coming up in February and uh, and I needed to be licensed. And I was like October at this time. So I took a week off from work, took vacation for a week and, and studied my property and casualty licensing and took uh, the test after the end of the week and passed, told American Family I was licensed in property and casualty. And so they added me to their February training, which uh, I thought was, you know, going to be a couple of days. I remember farmers telling me that it was three full days and of training. And uh, I soon learned that American Family does things a little bit differently. It was six weeks of training, Monday through Friday, eight hours a day. And so I, I did six weeks of that. And then the seventh week was actually sending me back to Madison, Wisconsin, where they taught me how to be a business owner. Not, In fact, they told me they didn't want someone who could just sell insurance. They wanted a business owner who could sell insurance, someone who would understand the ins and outs of running a business as well so that I didn't you know, fall on my face after I went through the training. Right. So you're, you are under the American Family Insurance umbrella, but you're running your own business in reality. So what were some of That's the biggest... That's correct. It's my agency yeah. that uh, American Family allows me to sell their product. What were some of the biggest 
challenges in getting your own business agency up and running? Well, um, I had to find a staff person. My my first thing I needed to do is I had to find myself an office location. So they allowed new agents to stay in the state office until they found a, a location. And I was five months in the state office in a little cubicle, but I hated that because I felt that, I, you know, if I invited somebody to come see me, somebody wanted to come see me, I, it just didn't seem like a good fit for somebody that would want to put their trust in me. Right. So I finally found a, an office location out in West Valley with another agent and he offered me to come split rent with him. So I did. And I was out there for six years. So the first thing was I had to find my own office. Uh, second thing is I had to uh, find a staff person and it took me, it was about five months before I found the right staff person to come work for me. And then the third thing that was different is you had to learn to talk to people and ask for their business. You had to ask, you know, can I quote you? And you also had to learn that if they said no, they weren't a bad person because there's still a lot of family members I don't insure. You know, maybe they had a good friend that is their insurance agent, uh, or maybe they just don't want a, a family a relative knowing the ins and outs of their, their personal life. I really don't know. You have to learn that no doesn't mean I think you're a bad person. No just means I'm happy with where I'm at. So Matt, I'm really interested in, I guess, what would you say you were with Radio Shack? Um, you were looking for an alternate thing, but what were the other, or an alternate kind of source of income? What were your real motivations here be, behind going out and and starting your own branch instead of maybe just finding another job at another store for radio shack i I was a district manager for him for about nine years and allowed me to you know my time was my my own time to a degree and i could go and do things what i wanted to go do and i really liked that so the an agency owner i realized i'd have to put in a lot of time at the start you know, it's my time, you know, I get to do what I want with it. Uh, as an example, uh, I need to take tomorrow and Thursday off because my wife is having a procedure at the hospital that's going to need me there. And so I just tell my staff person, I'm, I'm off <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday, and I'm off. I want to go visit my kids. I have four kids that live out of state with my grandkids. I want to head out some weekend, I just call my staff person up and say, see you in four or five days and I'm gone. I really like that. Oh, that's great. I I also recognize that you just can't play around all the time or, you know, you wouldn't grow as a business. You would shrink as a business. So there's a fine line there, but it still allows me to do what I need to do. Right. So you get a lot of freedom from owning your own business. Would you say, would you say that's the most rewarding thing that you've found? by owning your own business is, is the freedom that comes? That, or, that's got to be right up there. Having the ability to uh, spend the time where I want to spend it, you know, being able to see my kids. Like I said, I've got four of my five kids live out of state with all 12 of my grandkids. And so if I want to see grandkids, I'm, I'm heading out of town. So Matt, is, I'm always interested in this concept of, you know, when, when you're at the initial beginning phases or you're thinking about starting a business, you have these sort of expectations or, you know, you have this idea of how this is going to go. It talk to us about your expectations versus the reality once you actually got into up and going and, and what it was really like versus how you may perceived it was going to go. I realized that it was going to take a lot of time. So, you know, I, I worked six days a week. For about for about four or five years, and I was working. I'd work from eight in the morning till seven, eight or nine at night because I knew I had to put in the time. 
I realized that the more I asked, you know, the more people would allow me to quote them. And uh, it's just you got to put in the effort. You got to you got to fill that funnel. So you don't you don't win everybody, but if you have a certain percentage of those you quote, you realize if I want to write up you know thirty policies a month, and I write up one out of every four people I quote, I I got to quote one hundred and twenty people. Right. So it's, you, you you lay down what you expect. If I need to do this, I expect to do this. Now at first I thought that. All my friends and relatives, if they just heard I was doing insurance, would just call me up and the phone would ring off the hook at first and, hey, Matt, you know, give me a quote. And that just does not happen. You know, you, you have to learn not to be shy and, and go after the business. I, I also realized that there are certain places to gain business. I became very active in uh, the South Jordan Chamber of Commerce. In fact, I was on the board of directors for four years. I did a lot of business with B&I. I was with B&I, as Ben knows. I was with them for 11 years. So, you know, you look for places where you can get referrals from. At the start, American Family also uh, gave me internet leads at a discounted price. As an example, it's 8 bucks for everybody else per lead. For brand new agents, it was $2. I was ordering 100 plus leads every month and working the leads. I was trying to do everything I could get those leads. Every time our company had a booth at the bees games, the jazz games, at all the home shows, the convention center, I always made sure I signed up and was there to get leads. Right. Was So it sounds like there's obviously quite a sales effort that went into growing your business. Do you, was that part of your personality before? Were you into sales? Was that, was that something you started from ground zero? Well, with? you know, Radio Shack, Radio Shack was sales, and like I said, worked for them for 25 years. So many people start in an insurance agency. They don't come in till 10 or 11 in the morning. They want to go home at 2 or 3 in the afternoon. They don't want to work the weekends. And to me, you know, with Radio Shack, I worked six days a week for 25 years. Worked every holiday, worked the day after Thanksgiving, the day after Christmas. So putting in the hours and the work was not something that I was scared of. The only thing that scared me was not making it. Right. Yeah. So you work, you work what you need to work. So sticking on the sales concept, obviously you had sales with Radio Shack or something you had experienced before. What was the emotion inv- involved with that, you know, compared to a sale at Radio Shack versus signing that first policy and, and really saying, oh man, I can do this and I'm getting into it and, and feeling the flow. What Talk to me about that. It's probably the same kind of euphoria when with Radio Shack, you sold a great big sale uh, and you earned. Uh, a good commission. So that's another thing that I liked about Radio Shack is they had monthly and yearly bonuses. And if you worked harder, you made more money. And that's the same concept. Concept as an insurance agent, the harder you work, you know, the more money you make. And uh, I like that how much money I earn is up to me, not somebody else. So do you still remember the first policy that you signed as an, as an agent? Well, the first seven policies were family members. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, most of them were my own. Of course, you know, I, I do remember my wife asked me, well, what if, uh, the, you know, the insurance with American family is more expensive than where we currently are at? I said, uh, sorry, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't say sign up with American family and, well, who are you with, Matt? Oh, I'm with someone else, you know. <laughs> that wasn't going to work. And the good thing is they did beat my current insurance, and so that was all right. But I still remember my first client that I signed up that was not a family member. 
And uh, I insured them for about six years. And then they moved out of state to a state I wasn't licensed in. And, and here's the kicker. About a year ago, they moved back to Utah, called me up, and uh, I insured them again. Oh, that, <laughs> they wanted that's, that's me great. to insure their new home and autos. And boom, you know, that's, that, that made me feel good uh, that they, they sought me out. The ultimate compliment, right? It is. Uh, you know, at first, most of my business was from internet leads and people I knew, you know, things of that nature. Now, a good 50% of my leads are referrals. Somebody calls me up and says, I was talking to so-and-so. They said, you insure them and I should talk to you. And so that's good. Uh, that is good. Well, man, so as as the uh, owner of your business and being in charge of, of all things that go on with it, really, you know, you've got the sales, you've got the HR element, you might have some marketing and, you know, financial stuff. How do you prioritize your time as an entrepreneur with, with all those responsibilities at once? Well, I know what needs to be done every week. And so you sit down with your calendar and you plan out, what am I doing on Monday morning, you know, lunch, afternoon, you know, what am I doing Tuesday, Wednesday, all the way through the week. And uh, you plan out, you know, what you need to do. And you make sure that you have a good staff person. Uh, My current staff has been with me eight years uh, and she knows what's going on and she can do everything that I can do pretty much. And that's very important to have a good staff person that can handle the business while you're not there and can make the same decisions you would make. You train them well and, you know, they just keep going on. So a good staff person is essential in my opinion. And then just knowing what you need to do every single day of the week, planning it out, having it on your calendar so you can look every day, see what am I supposed to be doing today? And after a while, you know, it just becomes habit of what you do on each individual day, what days you do interviews, what days you Look at your own financials. Well, what days do you, you know, the first week of each month, make sure I send all my uh, documents to my really great tax accountant advisor <laughs> and so on and so forth. So as you, you've obviously been in business for quite some time now, and you're getting more into the flow and you talk about the habits and the things that you're doing each and every day. Um, another thing that I'm always interested in is through this process of from, from where you started to where you're at right now, that your definition of success, has that changed? And if it has, how has it changed as you've, as you're, you've evolved with this business of yours? You know, I don't think my definition definition of success has changed at all. And it still is. I'm able to financially take care of my family and have the time I need to spend with them. That pretty much uh, says it in a nutshell. As it you should. Know, I, That's I want to go on a trip. I can go on a trip. I want to you know, take care of this. And I take care of that. You know, And then it allows me to create those relationships with my kids and grandkids that someone who doesn't have that time doesn't get to do. And family and family time is very important to me. That success. Take care of my family financially and be there when I want to be there with them. That's that is the ultimate success, right? I'm, I'm, For me, it is. I, I'm glad that you went into it with that. It's it's interesting. We we obviously we talk with a lot of people. We we deal with a lot of people on a, on a daily basis, and you know, so often their idea of success is is a monetary goal or a you know or a status or you know something along those lines. But the longer that they're in it, it's amazing how those align to your definition of success. Uh, that you that you provided, so it's it's uh, commendable that you started with that in mind, and that you're you're able to keep that focus and achieve it. Well, Matt, um, so what is it? Uh, what is it that keeps you going in spite of the challenges of the day to day 
business world? What what is it that, that gets you up every day? <laughs> well, I do know that my I remember when I sat down with the gentleman that hired me with American Family, and he showed me what some of the agents were making on a monthly basis. He wouldn't show me their names, but he could he could show me the amount. You know, he let me believe that, you know, once I build up my book of business, I could just pretty much be on vacation after that, you know, and just do whatever I wanted. I've learned that's not true. Once you sign somebody on, a certain percentage of your book of business leaves you every year for whatever reason, you know, better price, you know, they move to a state I'm not licensed in, they pass away, you know, things happen. Okay. And so I've, I found out that when you get a certain book size book of business, if you don't have good retention, then you're just spinning your wheels or you're actually going backwards. I've seen people that uh, when I started in this business that had three to 4,000 policies that now have 1,500 policies. And so they've lost business. My goal has always been to try to increase my business every year and not go backwards. And uh, so that you look at your retention as a, a gauge as to how well am I doing? So, for example, in the state of Utah, I have the currently I have the seventh best retention out of all the agents. Oh wow, that's wow. awesome! And uh, at about eight, about eighty seven point eleven percent retention. So that means I I lose you know, about thirteen percent of my book of business every year. So I have to write enough policies to make up for what I lose, plus more if I want to grow. So that's that's uh, that is a goal. I don't want to go backwards. But I realize that I'm not at that age or that time frame where I can just retire and relax because otherwise I'll just go backwards in business. <laughs> right. And that's not a good thing. So I've learned I've got to continue the work and continue going forward and unless I want to give up, which I'm not ready for that. Well, that's great. That is, that is really great to have those goals and standards for ourselves and in our business to Keep us, yeah. Keep us at it. Keep us at the grinding wheel and keep us moving forward. Well, I assume uh, you, you've your agency, right? It's called Matthew Bishop Agency, insurance agency. Yep. So people can find you online, I imagine, by searching your your agency out. Yep. You can just type in Matthew Bishop uh, Insurance Agent, uh, Matthew Bishop Insurance. Uh, several ways you can do that, and uh, it'll pull me up. Yeah, we invite anybody who's, what are, What states are you uh, licensed in? I'm licensed in uh, Utah, Idaho, Oregon, and Washington, Nebraska, and Kansas. That's great. Uh, you might ask me, why am I licensed in Nebraska and Kansas? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> I, I, happen, I happen to know there. that. <laughs> <laughs> Makes for yeah, a nice so I, uh, business write-off when you're visiting the kids, right? If you can visit some well, customers, that's, that's too. true. <laughs> So my son uh, lives in Kansas. He was in Nebraska. He's moved to, to Kansas about a year and a half ago. He's a dentist there, and, and so I insure him. And so I go there and look for other people to insure. At least I'm talking to a client, and my business trip is comped. There we go. Same thing with my daughter. I started licensing myself in Washington because I had a daughter moved to Seattle. And I had a couple of mortgage companies that started referring business to me. And so I probably have 15 or 20 different clients in Washington that I insure. Same thing with Oregon. They just started asking me, do you, they kept bugging me if I was licensed in Oregon. And I kept saying, no, no, no. And finally enough times they asked me, I said, Hey, I'll get licensed. And they keep on sending me business in Oregon and Idaho. Same thing. Uh, uh, they kept asking me if I was licensed there and I finally got licensed and they started sending me business. And then I had a son move to Idaho. So 
Perfect. Be able to continue to insure him. Sounds like you have a great tax strategy in place there, Matt, as well <laughs> as just uh, being able to provide a good service. Well, I do give it a try. <laughs> we appreciate it. People have a lot of companies they can go get insurance from. And uh, as an agent, you know, that's, that's my forte is being able to provide the service and the advice that clients want. When things happen, they know they can call me. Uh, my business card has both my office phone number on it. And I'm one of the few agents that puts their cell phone number on their business cards. So if a client needs me, they, they call me 24 hours a day if they had to. And I've had phone calls in the middle of the night before. <laughs> that's oh, wow. just... You know, that's the way it is. If they feel they get the service, then they stick with you. Well, that's awesome. Thank you, Matt, for joining us today. We really appreciate the time you've given us to share your story with us. Something that is a common theme that you find here, it seems like that the the business owner values their time. Yeah. Right. They value their freedom. They they really like the ability to drop everything and go attend to a family member or be with someone when they, when they want, you know, but the other common thing is that that didn't come easy, you know, like that there's this investment at the beginning uh, that they talk about where it required six days a week, 10 hours a day, you know, these for four years. Right. (laughs) Yeah. For a long period of time before they get to that point where they can say, I'm kind of in charge of my own clock here. Right. Yeah. I think, and that's the kind of the difference between some, some of these people will jump in and it's like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this so that I have more free time and they never fully invest in getting the company up and going. It can't give you back time until you've invested the time and the effort and the the struggle. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Keep Going. If you've enjoyed the stories we've shared, please leave us a review or comment. We appreciate your feedback because it helps us know what future content to share. Until next time, keep going.